Welcome to the Trailer Cast with Elise Snipes. Each week, I will be sharing with you from inside my vintage trailer where I work as a therapist and share some of my musings on the human experience. I am endlessly fascinated and inspired by people. I love being a therapist and I'm deeply grateful for the intimate and beautiful work I get to do. I believe we are wildly capable of healing and making this world a better place, and this is my attempt at doing that. Sharing beauty to invoke beauty. May you find yourself inside these stories and ponderings and be better for it. Cheers. Hi guys, happy to be back with you and mean it. (laughs) I skipped last week because I was in Joshua Tree and I was in like this moment of like, ah, do I, don't I, do I like, I had all these thoughts, do I put them together right now and... I just kind of gave myself the permission that I needed to just whatever, which was kind of like what last episode was about. Just giving myself permission to do whatever, whatever it was I needed to that day. And so it was great to get out in Joshua Tree, but it's great to be back here and to get to share with you some of the things that were occurring during that time. So the long awaited Joshua Tree podcast, <laughs> right? Um, Here's what happened. We went out to celebrate my friend for her birthday. And we were going to do a like solo parenting trip, like sans children. And plans got changed in the most marvelous of ways. And so we ended up bringing all the kids, which changed the, the dynamic of the trip, which automatically put, I think, put us as parents into this place of like surrender. That instead of maybe the ideas of what we thought we would get to do, we were one of more reoriented to the level of the kids and what they were able to do. So I think what happened is we thought we, maybe we won't have as much of an adventure or maybe we won't face as much like rock climbing or risk or whatever. Mind you, none of us are rock climbers. Let me just put that out there. <laughs> none of us are rock climbers. Okay. There were people that were coming on this trip that were going to help us rock, rock climb, like set up the... Actually, I don't even know the names. They were going to set up the climb, okay? Whatever that entails. And we were just going to do the climb. So... On the last day of the trip, the stars aligned and we were able to actually get out there and set up a couple climbs, whatever, whatever that's called. I feel like there's a name for it and it'll probably come to me after this podcast, but that's cool. We let the kids go first. So they were all able to do some of this climbing, which was so neat to see the kids getting up there and doing something physical, but also mental. And so I'm watching them and I'm like, God, this is so gnarly, like watching them have to get up high and do something they've never done before and like face some fears and have to trust the equipment and trust the person that was belaying them from the bottom and trust that mom and dad aren't totally insane by hooking them them up to this gear and setting them up a rock face. So as parents, I think that Jesse and I just felt proud. Like, look at those kids up on that rock just doing a thing. It was it was rad. And we're out in Joshua Tree, which if you haven't been there or don't know what it is, it is like, it's Dr. Seuss land. It is, has to be where Dr. Seuss got his inspiration for all of his plants and trees and rocks and, and, and things. Look up pictures on Google. Joshua Tree is radical. I found out on this trip that the way that the rocks were formed was because it's molten granite. So basically it's like all these bubbles emerge from the earth's core, this granite that then once it hit the surface, it hardened. So it it's just, I don't know, you guys, it's a trip. For what it's worth, 
it was rad being out there and it felt like there was something mysterious or mystical going on because I think the land already speaks to something that's a little bit different or odd. I talked about that a little bit this week on Instagram, the idea of like terrain of desert versus ocean and what that evokes as well. Like that idea of either a spiritual desert or a creative desert, um, a, the, the season of like a soulful desert. Like what happens when you face barrenness or something that is different? Immediately you stop and evaluate and take it in and, and search out its meaning. And that was beautiful as well this weekend to get to really pause and enter into the desert. I had felt like I was in my own desert. I had felt like I'd been in my own desert recently anyway, creatively, just feeling just kind of dry and stuck. And so then to actually get into a physical desert, it was ironically extremely helpful to just feel understood by what was around me. And to feel like I was could almost like join the desert, be a part of it. I know this is getting woo-woo right now, but whatever. Um, I felt like I was able to identify with my surroundings, and it was great. Um, I feel like there was some creativity that was released and relieved that weekend as well. So onward. I didn't think I was going to climb. And I think what was happening is I was sitting at the bottom of the mountain rock thing, and watching everybody go and feeling like this is so cool and how neat to cheer my friends on um, and my kids on and their kids on. And I am absolutely a risk taker. And I think as a mom, that's changed in a variety of ways. I definitely still have like an appetite for adventure and for danger and for (laughs) jumping (laughs) and doing things and then looking later but I kind of felt like a stilled presence as I was sitting there. Like, I don't know that I need to do that. So there was an opportunity to go and I was like, okay, kind of like, fuck it. I just got to get up there and do this thing. I'm not afraid of heights. I like pushing myself. So let's just do it. So I get all belayed in or hooked in and climb up the first part pretty quickly. Like, okay, this is great. But I get to one part in the climb and at this point, there really are not obvious holds. It's a pretty bald face. And I'm up there, and it was like, no longer was this climb physical or mental. This was purely emotional. It was, I'm going to get probably choked up even reflecting on it. But I, I just felt like I was out there. <laughs> like, I was out there, and I was alone, and I couldn't go any further. Have you felt that ever? I mean, I mean, emotionally, not just metaphorically, but like that feeling of like, I am just out here and on my own and I don't know what to do. And I think what happened for me in that moment was all these primal questions started to emerge and to bubble up just like the rocks had bubbled up around me, like that molten granite that had formed the rock face I was on. It was like my own molten questions were surfacing from my own depths and bubbling to the surface. And it was, I just wept. So, and I was beyond embarrassed at this point. Like it wasn't even about like, oh, it was just, I was just straight on, on the rock having this moment. And I even like, yelled down below like like do you have me and I knew that that question at that moment that I wasn't even asking the girl at the bottom sweet Mandy I was like I think it was like almost asking like the my wound or the wounders do you have me like am I am I okay do you am I okay 
And it was an emotional question. And it's just like, it brought, it continued to bubble and bring up all these additional questions. And at some point, obviously, I had to decide, like, am I just going to climb down? Like, am I just going to say, okay, I'm done, I'm coming down? Or am I going to go forward? And there was another voice from the bottom. He said, at least you got it. You got it. And I was like, okay. Like, do I trust that voice? Do I trust this route? Do I trust myself? Do I trust? Which is a core question for me. And so I had to take stock basically, I think of an evaluation of my own internal like huspa and decide if I was going to be able to go forward or not. And I just like pushed forward, launched up at that point and was like, all right, I'm going to finish this freaking climb and got to the top. And it was like, maybe it was like delivering a baby. Like, I mean, it was like that emotional where I was just like, I did it. I didn't, I didn't think I could. And I did it. And I'm up here and now I can see everything. And my, my, my perspective has changed and I'm no longer hanging off the side of this rock face and wherever the frick I am, Joshua tree. I'm like on, I'm on the top. I'm there. I did it. The release of all of these feelings, the release of all of that questioning, like, am I okay, was answered. I did it. I did it. I cried. I left, I left so much on the proverbial dance floor. I just like left it up there. I was just like, I just am going to sit up here and just like weep a little bit at the euphoria of what it's like to know that I just, I did it and I'm done and I made it and I'm going to be okay. So I came down, you know, rappelled down. And then my friend Mercedes is there and she's like, um, do you like need a minute? (laughs) She could tell that I was having this, like that I wasn't done processing yet. And I was like, yes, I do. I need a minute. And so I like, hobbled over like my leg shaking to the car and I got out my journal and I just started writing and this is what I wrote Joshua Tree just climbed a large fucking rock (laughs) do you have me do I trust what am I facing what is being healed what needs repair who do I need to trust facing my fear Facing the wound. What was this about? What else was this about? I can trust. I can trust. I can trust others and myself. That's what that climb was. A question that I didn't know needed to be asked. Answers I didn't know needed to be heard. I can trust, I can trust, I can trust others and myself. (laughs) And all of this because we went out to some random place to have a little adventure. Something that I thought was probably going to be physical and mental. Had no idea it was going to be emotional and spiritual. And with that, I think I want to talk a little bit about the idea of like body, mind, and spirit that there are so many ways in to our healing. There are so many routes and possible ways up our own cliff that we might be doing a physical thing and all of a sudden feel something emotionally, or we might be facing something emotional and then feel a physical sensation that we might be doing a spiritual thing and watching all of our emotions come to the surface because we are all of those things all the time. 
body, mind, and spirit. When we get to do something that combines all three of those, there is something magical. I think there's also something to be said for the idea of risk. Like how often in our adult lives do we face like terror? Not, not often, or maybe not terror that we're setting ourselves up to do. (laughs) We're like, I'm going to go do that scary thing. I think it's good for us. I'm not trying to tell you all to go be reckless. Like this isn't a license to go be ridiculous. Maybe it is, but um, I think just asking yourself, when was the last time you did something scary? When was the last time you faced yourself in a, in a primal way? You don't all need to go rock climbing, but what, what is it for you? What is your rock? What is your thing that you need to climb, need to do, need to face so that maybe the unasked questions can surface so that you can receive the answers you didn't even know were necessary so you could face the thing, climb the thing, get to the top and be like, mm-hmm, <laughs> I just did that thing. Sometimes we have to be in an evocative space in order for that release to happen so that we can move through the barrier. I was talking with one of my people this morning and I was like, I just had like this visual that she was like, like a horse right behind the gate. And like, as soon as the gun goes off and those gates fling open and everyone is able to just like take off at like racehorse speed but that her gates like weren't opening and there was like this feeling of like, I made to run, I want to run, I want to be released, but these gates are keeping me stuck. And like, what would it be like to just be able to like fling open that barrier and run in the way that you've been training and the way that you were made to? Cause it's like within you, it's your identity, it's who you are and you need to do that. And, and I think that's what it, it feels like to have that type of cathartic release, to cry those old, 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 old tears to feel like that physical sensation, like your whole body, my whole body just felt like, oh, I just birthed a thing. <laughs> like this all just, these questions were birthed, that pain, that memory, it was relieved. And I think that there's, there's resolution when it comes to healing. There's resolve, there's like full circle. And that's like the hope of healing, maybe the comfort in healing that it does come full circle. I really do believe that when I, even if we end up in a gray or wandering space for a while, there is always a home we are returning to. There is always a promised land that we are getting to. When we are in route to healing, we are not going to be desert wanderers forever. You will not wander forever. You will not be a nomad forever. You are returning home. That is the journey that all of us are on whether that is home to ourselves and our true identity, whether that is home to relationships that need restoration, whatever it is, we are all returning to a place of home. And sometimes we have to be a bit like the prodigal, a little reckless, a little self-inflated, a little out there, a little whatever. But we are on our way home. And I want you to think about this week, where are you at? <laughs> Where are you at in this wild journey? What season are you in? What's your terrain look like? Is it winter? Is it dark? Is it summer? Are you enjoying this lavish life that you have? What, where are you? What are you facing? What do you want to face? Where do you need to challenge yourself? Where do you need to risk it? Where do you need to just bask? 
you know, the other person I was working with today was like, girl, <laughs> get on your pool floaty, get a cocktail and settle. <laughs> because I was like, it was just like strive mode. And it was like, you don't, you don't need to, you, you got the job. You don't need to, to keep on interviewing. Relax. Right. Because that's the thing with growth is that there are different seasons and different necessary ways to enter into all of those seasons all the time. And so for some of us, it's like, I need to wander the desert. For other of us, it's like, get on the giant flamingo pool floaty and enjoy an umbrella drink. And for some of us, it's like, I need to climb that rock or jump in the ocean or I need to weather the winter. I need to prepare for the blizzard. What are you facing? And how can you incorporate your body, mind, and spirit into this journey? Do you need to participate in a physical exercise in order to allow your like emotional and spiritual journey to come along with it? Do you need to do some emotional work? Do you need to take care of that emotional house so that your physical and spiritual journey can go along with that? What resources do you need? Like, what do you need to do this work? Do you need a friend, a book club? Do you, what do you need? Like, do you need to follow an Instagram account to ask these big questions? Do you need a therapist? What do you need? in order to ask yourself these things, face these things so that you can get through this season and on to the next, so that you can be returning home. There are questions within us. And I think that there are seasons where we are more available to ask and answer. I want you to face your questions and to know that you can. I just think that there's, and maybe I'm an optimist glass half full on this, but I'm like, it's good. Like, it's good out here. And it's good even now, even with other questions still unasked and unanswered. It's like, I would so much rather be in the light than in the dark cave, confusing shadow for the real thing. You get me? It's better to ask the hard things or face the music I, I do. I think that more and more as I get to know you and, and as I get to like share Instagram space with you or podcast space with you, that I think that the people that end up listening here are okay with uncomfortable things and interested in things that maybe other people aren't. And sometimes this is a feel good, fluffy, you know, feel good, fluffy kind of space, but sometimes it's like dark and intense and, and a lot. But isn't that life? I don't know. Isn't that like what it's about? Isn't it? Doesn't it feel good too to do a hard thing, to face a dark thing, to overcome that thing? I think so. And I'm happy to get to journey alongside you as well. So if you were here today with me, I would want to show you all my pictures of Joshua Tree because I'd want you to see that I actually climbed it, <laughs> the rock. <laughs> um, and then I would pause because I'd want to hear what makes you come alive. What's, what adventure is next for you? What do you want to go do? And you don't have to go to an actual physical place to do it, but maybe what is, what is, an, what is your emotional Joshua tree? Like what, is, what can you do right where you're at? What work is in front of you to do so that you can continue coming home to yourself? And then we would stop and just listen to the waves and enjoy the rhythm of the ocean, finding comfort that nature 
allows us to return home to ourselves as well. We would just stop, listen to the waves, enjoy the day. We wouldn't be in a rush to get anywhere, to do anything, to have to say anything. That all of this journey, you guys, it happens at the right rate and pace. There's no rush. You're not late. (laughs) There's plenty of time to do all of this work. Don't push yourself. Enjoy. Enjoy this day. Wherever you are, wherever you're listening to this podcast, enjoy. Look up. See where you are. Enjoy the you right now, just as you are. Cheers. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. If you are interested in beginning your own work in therapy or coaching, you can go to www.elisesnipes.com. Follow me on Instagram at Elise Snipes Collective, where I will be sharing more with you throughout the week. You can get in touch with me to suggest a topic for the show or to ask a question from your own life you would like to have answered. Or just say hi by emailing me at elise at elisesnipes.com. Remember to subscribe on iTunes and tell your friends.